say I'm surprised they did what exactly they said they were going to do Matt Gates kept his word and he said if you don't give us the things that you agreed to the things that you promised us you would do this would happen and damn if it didn't happen I've heard different perspectives different points of view on the issue it matters not it doesn't they did exactly what they said they were going to do Matt Gates told him, we want a 72-hour review period for any bills that you introduce. We want to be able to study them and know what it is we're voting for. We want to have line item votes up or down. Kevin McCarthy held to none of the word that he made when he became speaker. People can spin this any way they want to. But actions have consequences. And Matt Gates and the rest of the other eight that did exactly what they said they were going to do, kudos to you. You've set a standard. You've created boundaries. And people have to know that we're not just posturing anymore. We're not just talking about it anymore. It's time, to, it's time for people to understand we're about to fix stuff. We're about to clean house. You know, <clears throat> a lot, you know, there are a lot of Republicans who are Democrats, right? And you've heard it said, no Democrats that are Republican, to quote Bongino. I know he's quoting somebody else because I've heard it said for years. But it's true. It's true. You don't, you, you have... All of these things happening around you that are so indicative of a hostile takeover of your government. You have Hunter Biden in court yesterday. You didn't even hear anything about it. He went and he pled guilty, uh, not guilty rather, to the gun charge. But all you heard about was Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. That's all you heard. You didn't hear anything else. I, I, I was looking around for, uh, you know, there to be a headline or something somewhere showing Hunter Biden walking in or out of the courtroom or making a statement. Not at, not in a moment. You didn't. You didn't get that. You didn't see it. Didn't happen. And then you have this guy that just with this damn um, condescending smirk, this judge that is overseeing the uh, the Trump case here, where the victimless he committed fraud. It hurt nobody. Borrowed money that he paid back. We're just looking at people now, folks. We're not looking for crimes. We're looking at people. We're investigating the individual to try to find a crime. We are officially operating like a third world country. Going after our political opponents. Going after our political opponents' lawyers. The press and the mainstream media in general back these guys up. They have the backing of Hollywood who likes to create the imagery to try to make you think 
that what they're saying is true. And then they use these people that are supposed role models for uh, a lot of folks. And they say the dumbest thing. Like, for instance, uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, right? The girl known for absolutely picking the wrong guy, right? Kelsey, look, I I hope that it's different, right? I, I don't wish anyone to go through or you know, you know, any heartbreak or anything like that. But chances are, chances are, it's not going to last. And when it doesn't last, you're going to have Taylor Swift writing a song about Kelsey, you know, I'm, I, I saw the videos. I saw her at the. I saw her at the stadium, and I guess they they increased the ticket sales and the price of said tickets the moment they heard she was going to be there. Right? They they definitely capitalized on the moment. The Chiefs capitalized on the moment. You know, we we need to wake up, people, and and realize that these these Hollywood guys they're they're. I mean, first of all, back up, back up. Hollywood is known for housing communists, always has been. Since the time of the 50s and the 60s, we used to arrest them. And it was um, it was a different time. Now they are open to spew whatever kind of hate it is they want to spew. They, they, want to, they want to degrade the country. They want to talk bad about the country. They want to sit there and prop a guy up that can't remember his name, what day it is, or which way to walk off stage, and sees invisible people standing in front of him that he evidently tries to shake hands with. This is the guy that they think is should be president of the United States. They probably don't know any of the accomplishments that Donald Trump actually can tout as president of the United States. But I definitely can tell you this, Joe Biden has no accomplishments as president of the United States. Not one single accomplishment. Not even one, people. Not even one Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation. From Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries, this will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code PATRIOT and save 10%. You can't name one. He hasn't done, he hasn't signed any legislation that benefits the people of the United States. He signed some that benefits immigrants. He signed some that doesn't benefit 
the children of immigrants and the undocumented children because he changed policies that uh, just allowed for just craziness at the border and, and, and these kids to be handed off to people that aren't necessarily verified as uh, people whistleblowers came forth and, and, and actually spoke to being told to give ch- uh, children to people without doing the checks that were always there uh, through every other administration. And he, to streamline the amount of people coming into the country and make it a little faster, he got rid of some of the requirements. People, this is this is an internal takeover, hostile internal takeover of the United States. They're ushering in uh, some new era of the United States. They're trying to fill red states up with immigrants so they have a new voting base because people are waking up in droves, whether it be people in the Latin culture whether it be people on the African-American side of things, people are not falling for the fake race baiting thing. Um, they're not falling for you are only the sum of the color of your skin as, as opposed to the content of your character, which is the message of the left right now. This is the message of DEI. This is the message of CRT. This is the message of the left and the woke. We need to understand that we are just human beings. We're not, you know, anything other than the sum of our life experience, people. We're individuals, individuals. Your skin color does not matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Your your nationality only matters as far as in what, you know, that means for you culturally. And that's why it was so important that the amount of people coming across the border at in, in the United States, the southern border, why it's so important to allow that to be a slow trickle, to give people time to assimilate to the American way of life, to understand how things are done here. When you have as much illegal immigration as we've had at our southern border, and you have people flooding it, what you're going to end up doing is, is these millions of people they're going to end up going into communities where they don't know how to function. Um, they're sending their, their their children and and mothers into communities all throughout the United States of America, and um, they're sending them into a lot of communities that aren't prepared to teach a class uh, from a multilingual point of view. And not only that, folks. Um, just a, 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 what's going to happen in, in these classrooms is the teachers, and this is the way it's done in other places, the teachers are going to say something, and then they're ter- going to turn around and say the same thing except in Spanish. So you're going to take twice as long to teach half as much to the children as a result. This was not a good idea. The way that it was done, it was completely mishandled. And it put a lot of people's lives at risk, the children included, women who were raped along the way, people that are now in debt to cartels who are told to carry drugs over, border patrol agents that have to try to corral these people and deal with the um, this massive amount uh, of this onslaught uh, on our border. We have people down there trying to plant flags not even an American flag. So who are you letting in? Who are these people? 
What do they want? Why did they leave their countries? Because they're all not here for asylum. The asylum thing is a trick. There's not that many people who need asylum. The left needs to wake up and stop thinking with just, I, I, I can't, you know, when we were younger, we used to say hearts over heads, but, you know, I don't think they're thinking with their hearts. They're thinking with their, with, with their egos. They're chasing power. They don't care about the living conditions of the people in the United States because it's fixable. If they wanted to fix it, they would fix it. You can't do this much damage by accident. That's for sure. If they wanted to fix it, they would fix it. If their goal was to make your community better and to create more jobs and to slow spending down and to uh, uh, increase the quality of our education, school choice, fix the healthcare system, all these things are attainable and easy to do. If that's your focus, it's not their focus. It started with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton when when you had uh, uh, the health care takeover. That, that was their original plan to do. And I had an argument with someone in the uh, on Twitter the other day, New York Independent, you're an idiot. Try to give Clinton the credit for uh, balanced budget and, and these things. And I'm like, okay, it's like giving a pitcher credit for a home run, which is a quote also. Somebody... I had uh, wrote that I, I, I'm citing, but Clinton Clinton didn't balance that budget. It, it, if Clinton denied his own spending, yes, but it was a Republican Senate that did that. It was Newt Gingrich and his guys that made sure Clintonomics didn't end up breaking this country. And that's why you ended up with the budget amendment that you got. That's why you ended up uh, with with you know economically the way the world was at the time, but let me tell you there was no surplus. The idea there was a surplus is a fallacy. It's not true. But then Obama comes in, you know, after Bush, who was also a train wreck, and both of them d doubled the budget, each from the one to the other's presidency, and and doubled the budget again. Keep in mind when George Bush came into office. The, the debt was only damn near, what, $6 trillion at that time. $6 trillion. Keep in mind, when the pandemic hit, we wrote a check for $2 trillion. And at one, at one shot, we spent half of what was the deficit when Clinton left office. We're spending ourselves into oblivion, and there's no... Nobody with, with that, that's willing to stand up and cut the purse strings until now. So people can get mad at Matt Gates. People can get mad at these guys for what they did because I'm telling you the only reason they're mad at them is they're part of the system. They're part of the establishment. Or they just don't know what they're talking about. They just don't understand it or they're part of it. But actions have consequences. And he agreed to said concessions. And he didn't keep his word. And Matt Gates, MTG, and others did keep their word. I was a little stunned, really. Uh, um, Laurie Boebert, firecracker Laurie Boebert, 
didn't vote with them. I was I was extremely, extremely disappointed when I heard her vote nay. I really am always shocked when you get behind a political figure that you think is going to be an amazing patriot. Someone is going to stand up for the country and do what the country actually needs in the moment when we need it and actually be a patriot. But all too often we get these guys in position to be that patriot. And they're, they're always self-serving. That's why McCarthy did what he did. Don't get don't get me wrong. It was special interest. It was the money. Otherwise, why wouldn't you just do the things that you said you would do? Was it a trick? You just just a liar in general, or was someone else pulling the strings and you couldn't? This is the question. This is the question. Now they're talking about Byron Donalds, uh, maybe. Uh, running for the speaker. He'd be a great speaker. He would. The The problem with anyone that I think that would be a great speaker is this. If they become speaker, they are no longer doing the things that uh, we need them to do on the other side of things. They, they Their time is kind of uh, limited to do some of the other investigations and uh, legislation they were currently working on but to assure that we got someone in there who is actually solid that actually will carry out the duties and keep the promises that they make and cut this spending people the spending is out of control this is this is the thing that's going to break our country you think that you know we're, we're you're looking for war and and famine and all these things to decimate us uh, the eventuality of our uh, the economic collapse of this country is the biggest threat to the sovereignty of the United States and to the well-being of the United States. Without checks and balances, without people being held accountable for the things that they say they're going to do, how can we expect anyone to do what we said, what they said they were going to do? People look at running for office, not in the noble sense, in the sense I'm going to go in there and I'm going to leave a legacy. Um, I'm going to go and do things historically so people remember me. I want to be the next George Washington, next Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, etc. You understand? And this is why I back Trump. This is why. That is the reason why. Because Trump had everything. He didn't need to run for president. He was already rich. He had already accomplished so much. But I believe there's one thing he didn't accomplish. And a lot of people would ask him throughout the years, including Oprah on, a sh on her show at one point, a long time ago in the 80s, are you going to run for president? And he said the same thing then that he says now. He says he was thinking about it. No, at the point when she asked him, but he hates seeing America getting, you know, played and uh, we get such a bad deal. And he talked about it openly. And he still talked about it all the way up to the time when he was voted to be president. Here's the thing, he was he became poorer when he became president. His reputation took a hit. And not only that, he's in the courtroom every other week. They are absolutely um, 
going after him for no reason, creating charges where there are none. They're looking at the individual to find a crime. He's being persecuted right in front of the face of every American whom he sacrificed so much for to create a legacy as a great American president so he could go down in history as that. Not to, ser to serve himself or his cronies or however else people think it because he's a billionaire. They don't think that he can relate to, the, to him. Let me tell you the last thing most of these billionaires want. They don't want to lose. They don't want to lose. They've, been, they've, they've developed a lifestyle of winning. And Donald Trump wins. So even if you don't like him, let's say you don't like him. You know, even if you don't like him, you got to understand Putin respects him. you got to understand she respects him. Erdogan respects him. Lots of people respect him. And that's what you need. That's the leadership you need. They're not going to try to invade countries when they think that the guy on the other side of the aisle can't be controlled, can't be bought. And you have nothing on it. And this is why I think that the the uh, the attack on Trump is more nefarious than anybody realizes. Where these things come down from and who's at the head of the snake, God only knows. All I know is that every time you turn around, they're looking at a new angle to get him. And I cannot wait and I pray for the day where the tide is turned. Where he can turn around and go after those who persecuted him, jailed innocent people, used FISA warrants, obtained illegally because they presented false information and get those FISA warrants, protecting Christopher uh, Ray, too, but Christopher Ray protecting uh, Biden, gone, so he can lose his job. Not, not, obeying subpoenas, uh, being a representative of the CCP prior to becoming uh, the director of the FBI, Garland lying several times, several, not just once, but several times when he testified. It's very hard to, to, to look at those people and think that they have the best interest of the United States in their hearts at all, at all, because they don't. They do not have the best. They do have their best interests at heart. They do sway the markets that in a way that favors them or their their uh, their investments or what have you. I mean, Nancy Pelosi has shown that many times. Look, Hillary Clinton made more money in commodities than anybody in history, in history, overnight. People, if we don't do something. We're going to lose our way of life. We're going to lose more than anyone realizes. You know, you, you enjoy the freedom of going outside, jumping in your car, going where you want to go. I mean, can you imagine living in a, in a, in a place where uh, state line to state line had military checkpoints and you weren't allowed to post certain things on the internet or say certain things and you get convicted of thought crimes or going against your government and that sort of thing. Well, that's where this leads. That's where the ideology of the left leads. That's where it leads. It leads to a government able to persecute its people. Look, they're already doing it. They're already doing it. Every conservative host 
that I know, with the exception of only very few on Facebook, have all been demonetized. It's a fact. They use anything and everything against you once you fill out those tax forms. Every little post you make, and anything that they can decide for themselves be disinformation, even if it's not. But that's what they do. And then they can limit your reach, and they don't let you advertise, And but it's your fault. Yeah, I got my own battles with that. I, I, I even won my battles, and I'm still fighting even after I won because I, I you know, when, when it was all happening, I got help immediately from Facebook. And then as time went by, they just stopped helping, stopped calling immediately. As a matter of fact, the, 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 the button there where it says call is un, it says unavailable now every time I try to use it. It's not as if, you know, if people really don't understand what's going on. If people, I think, know, but they have this, they have this, I, they have this thing going on where they think, well, it's just going to be okay. It's just going to be all right. It's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, um, you know, what people are, are, are explaining or what, what people are describing. No, 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 no. They're conspiracy theorists and that sort of thing. Well. Look what they're doing to Trump. Look what they can do. A man with the means of, of a Donald Trump it has far better ability to take care of himself in these situations than you, me, or other people. And if they can put him through these types of scenarios, imagine what they could do to you or me who can't afford the same legal representation, who don't have the means to fight these types of battles like he does. We're not in the public eye. It'd be easy to throw someone away. We're like throwing away a piece of trash and it wouldn't be a big deal at all. Look what they're doing to the J6 protesters. The guys that were there uh, and, and didn't even go inside the Capitol and still got arrested. People that didn't even come to D.C. got arrested. It's, uh, it's a whole new world, folks. It's a police state. You have a, a president who's literally a foreign agent. He never registered with Farah. His son didn't either. Yet they have already arrested other people for the crimes that they themselves have all, are also guilty of. And in some cases, the business partners of the people involved with the Bidens have already had arrest warrants drawn up. And um, in, the, in the press just turns their head. You know, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. They they keep preaching that mantra of no evidence, even when he's there saying that they're not going to get off his ass about the documents. You know, use the red cell phone, call Barack and Michelle, tell him crash and burn as a go. Um, all these things and that are actually factual and true. And he said them. He said what he said to Poroshenko, the Ukrainian president, about threatening his life. He said that his physical security as well as financial security would be at risk if he didn't push the bank to closure. And the IMF loan wouldn't come forward unless he did it as well. So he was leveraging money once again against Ukraine. This is a separate time, not the time when he said you wouldn't get the $6 billion or $6 billion. Yeah, $6 billion, I think it was. Uh, no, this is, an, this is a separate time. And it's on it's on. It's on audio. 
He's dead to rights, people. But what you're getting is this is not the evidence you're looking for from the media. So, you know, I no longer believe that the media is the media. They, are, to me, are a propaganda arm of the government. They don't care about the truth. They're not telling the truth. They're trying to walk this middle ground and keep everybody from knowing the full extent of what's actually happening. I don't know who's behind it or who gives out the scripts or who, who's, who's in charge of this portion of the government because it doesn't matter what news station you turn to. You're going to hear the same story. You hardly ever hear anyone doing true investigative journalism anymore. People are not going out to find out the things that um, you know, we found out through other ways. Why aren't the why aren't the reporters in that talking more about what James Comer and Chuck Grassley and these guys have found? Why aren't they talking about the things going on where you have men in women's sports or wanting to be in the women's restroom or all of these things? They're they're so afraid to speak out about what's right and what's wrong. Are they the free press anymore? When you have a when you have a bunch of banned words and banned subjects, unless you say them, unless you affirm those things, you're not allowed to talk about them. You're not allowed to sit there and say that it's wrong for a, a male to use the restroom, and and, and you're definitely not going to sit there and give your um, factual account of what a woman is when everyone's so afraid to answer such a question. You know, just for the record, it's someone who can actually have a baby, you know, or has the potential to have a baby or had the potential to have a baby. I'm going to cover all my bases. You know, if, um, if it, if from this point forward, folks, if, if Trump loses this election, we're going to be fighting for 100 years or more to get our country back. If we get it back at all, because once they have their their claws in it, once they have once they have their hooks in it, what kind of legislation, laws, and departments of or things like that are they going to enact to make it seem like any push back toward what we were as a republic looks like it's done by hostile folks? Because people don't know what true. Uh, American patriotism looks like because they 39% of these people like Joe Biden. So they have no idea. They have no idea what it is to be a free American and why we fight for individualism, why we fight for capitalism and why (laughs) we fight for standards and morality and integrity and ethics We fight for our culture, our traditions, our history, the soul of our country. It means something to us. We love our country. We love our God. The rights that we have, every single one of them is worth dying for to protect. And many people have thought exactly the same thing and have done just that. 
So why in the hell is it that so many people today are so willing to just hand over their freedoms to not give a damn about future generations or to be so naive as to think the government would never do anything bad? We don't need the Second Amendment. We have the police to take care of us. Do we? How many people are getting robbed and what did the police do about it? I'll wait. How many people in L.A. get out the same day they do heinous crimes and never end up having give, being given any serious sentence? I'll wait. It's sad that there are people out there thinking they're fighting for their freedom and to, uh, for their independence, their recognition, what have you. But the only thing they're truly fighting for is to put themselves in shackles. And they don't even realize it. A government big enough to give you everything you need is a government big enough to take everything you have. To quote Ronnie. And I do often. Because he was right. He was right. John F. Kennedy said there is little value in our country continuing if our traditions and values don't continue along with it. He understood something. By today's standards, he'd probably be impeached too. But he understood something. And um, that speech that he gave about being inherently against secret oaths and secret proceedings and secret societies are abhorrent. He, he went on this whole speech where he, he, he talked about, um, you know, there being a, a, a chance or a way for the government or let's say a danger that the government could usurp power under the guise of keeping people safe. It's almost prophetic, actually. Very prophetic. Maybe he knew Maybe they were working on these things. Even back then, the social engineering, the algorithm, for other people that don't understand what that means. The social engineering is real, folks. I mean, they have created a box that they exist, and they, they expect you to exist within the box and do things the way that they have prescribed. And if there's someone who acts outside of that box or outside of the norm, whatever, they're, they're ostracized. Right? This is what they're trying to do with left-leaning mentality and they're trying to make it to where, oh, they're the accepting, that all that type. Well, they're not tolerant and they're not accepting. They're accepting of anything but someone who doesn't think like they are, like they do, sorry. And that's why I tell people all the time, you, you got to do the right thing no matter who's listening, right? You got to say what's true. It doesn't matter who you offend. It doesn't matter where you are. It does not matter what does matter is that in this moment at this point in history that you stand up because if you don't you and me don't we don't this is not a war fought by military and other countries and that sort of things you know what it takes you and me to organize nationwide and not stand for this anymore to protect your neighbor when they can't do the job of a person in their community who actually cares about their community. Get involved in organizations in your city that 
you know, contribute to the wellness of society. Get other people involved. If you like a candidate, go knock doors for them. But don't just sit back and organically think that things are going to get better because they won't. They won't. It has to be intentional. You have to do it. You have to go out. You have to do it. It has to be intentional. Nobody is just going to be there at the right moment, the right place, and the right time to make everything all better for you. If you just trust the government blindly, yeah, you're a fool. You're an absolute fool. And uh, if you don't do this, I'm not talking about this taking years, man, not 20, 30 years down the road, anything like that. The the change that's going to happen, the destruction that's going to occur, the economic crisis that's just looming, the housing crisis. Hell, World War III is looming in, in, in right over our heads. Taiwan and invasion for uh, getting invaded by China. And God knows how many people have their sights on Israel. Folks, we need to restore our moral superiority and our military superiority on the world view, on the world stage, rather. If we don't, the world loses. If we don't, everyone loses. It's, you know, we are the main thing in the way of most of the craziness that would happen if we weren't there. If China didn't have us as an obstacle, oh, I would hate to think what the world would look like. It, it would not look the way that it does right now at all. People wouldn't know what rights were. They'd want them, but they'd never get them. Well, folks, um, it's been great hanging out with you. Uh, as usual, I hope I've given you something to think about, something to uh, meditate on. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad, though, folks. This is the world that we live in. These are the times we exist in. And we are at a pivotal point in history. I hope you know that. I hope that when you turn on the TV and you see these things happening, these unfair things, these unprovoked attacks on our former president of the United States that know that they're not just going after him. It's go, they're going after you and me as well. Get the hell out of the cities and states ran by these crazy Democrats, Illinois, New York. You know, get out of them, L- L- L.A. and California in general. If you're a conservative, you have no business there. They don't like you, and they're not going to help you. And if your views are ever made public, your job's going to be in danger and so forth. It, it, it doesn't end there. You can't have a religious point of view. You can't be a Christian unless you're one of these worldly Christians, people that don't actually believe in Christianity. They just go for the social aspect because you go because that's what you do, that sort of thing. Folks, we need to restore the morality in this country, the integrity of our country. The little guy has to know when they call on us, we're going to show up, that we're going to be there. We're going to keep our word. When we say we're going to do something, 
We actually have to do it. We actually have to do it. So, once again, just to recap for you, Matt Gates, great job, guys, all eight of you. Great job. Byron Donalds, I think, would be a great speaker of the house. Um, and, uh, oh, last but not least, I just saw, you know, you know the, the judge in the Trump case issued a gag order. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know why they do these things to this guy, but. You know, to issue a gag order. Why? Because the more you know about the case and the more you know about what's going on, the easy, the harder it is for him to push through some kind of unfair ruling on Trump's part if Trump is able to expose their tactics to you that they're using in the courtroom. So he issues a gag order. And this smirk this guy's got on his face, man. You just want to slap it right off his face. But he's, he's got this damn smirk, this condescending look like he understands something. But like most liberals I know that have that look, and I can name a few. I mean, same exact look. Like they understand something that you don't, and you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're way beneath them because that's how they think. That's how they think about people. You know, they, 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 love, to, they love to have an ist on the end of every word, racist, or bic, or homophobic, transphobic, this, all that kind of stuff. These people are Christian-phobic. <laughs> they're straight-phobic. You know, they're patriotophobic. It's crazy. And they say, we belong to a cult, but they have legislation that actually, you know, is trying to normalize this sickness that they allow with children to mutilate them prepubescently they give them puberty blockers that just screw them up for life president has topless trans parties on the white house lawn allows people to get crack pipes gives out crack pipes what kind of president gives out crack pipes yes cocaine found in the white house under his tenure the FBI, the CIA, Secret Service, all seem to be doing the bidding of this administration. Trying to take your gas stoves, trying to take your water heaters, take your internal combustion engines, your gas running engines. They have done more grabs at freedom than any other administration in history. And, and they are coming for your guns, people. That's why he just created this new department. Now, luckily for us, the, the person he put in charge of it is Kamala Harris. So the chances of her actually doing something is, is far and few in between. <laughs> she hasn't done a damn thing. Um so, you know, she, her being in charge of this might be the only saving grace that it has. But, uh, yeah, folks, I mean, the, the, these are not good people. And I say it again and I say it all the time. They're not good people. But, as usual, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer Podcast. You guys, have a great morning. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you're gonna